0: Sasha. Hey Courtney. Why was Cinderella so bad at baseball? Um, because she ran away from the ball. Oh, that's a really good point. I hadn't thought about that. But it's because her coach is a pumpkin. What? (laughs) It's Smith (laughs) Smith-Hour. (laughs)
1: Paranormal comedy podcast hosted by two Halloweenies. I'm Sasha. I'm Courtney. You can find us on social media as always at Spoop Hour on Twitter and Instagram where we post images related to our episodes
0: because podcasts are not a visual medium. It's true. Last week's episode, if you check out the episode post, you'll see some examples of the spirit photography that Sasha talked about. So you'll (laughs) see like the girl in the fire and Freddie Jackson. So if you're like, you know, you guys are describing these photos, but then you're saying they're creepy, but I don't ah, actually see that. Aww, oh, Sasha threw you a cashew at me.
1: And then also on Instagram <laughs> starting October first, which is today,
0: oh, if you're fuck, listening yeah, to this. Yes. It is. We It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. I gotta write myself a little note. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> we got maybe we got a little ambitious. <laughs> no, um, we're gonna do it.
1: We went to a spooky photography thing last weekend and took Many photos. We did. So we're doing 31
0: days of Halloween. So peep our Instagram story and check out our Twitter. We're going to be posting a photo a day. It's totally feasible. So we are going to do a new thing, mostly because I realized we have a lot of reviews. Yeah. And I don't know who you people are, but it, you write very nice things about us, and it makes me emotional. <sighs> so I thought it would be nice if we would read a sample of our reviews yeah. so, until we run out of reviews to read. Yes. So if you haven't reviewed us, go ahead and pop over to your podcatcher of choice and drop a review about how much you love that we eat snacks on Mike. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so today's review is from KJ Mont. The subject line is funny, fun, and perfect amount of spook. Ooh. I lo- I'm assuming KJ Mont is actually KJ Appa. Yes. And that's his pseudonym because he doesn't want the world to know that he listens to us. Yeah. Even though that would be arguably the most interesting thing about him other than the fact that he's from New Zealand.
1: Yeah. I've been watching Riverdale. It's fine. I've seen KJ Appa in real life. (laughs) He's, um, not that interesting. He exists. (laughs) He
0: exists. He's, uh... He's from New Zealand.
1: Uh, he would become more interesting if he listened to our podcast. Which he
0: does because he left us this five-star real, mean actual KJ Mont is like, Hey! Hey. (laughs) But thank you, KJ Mont. We know you're KJ Appa. They wrote, I love a podcast with a serious topic that you can make light and fun. Good sound quality and hosts know how to tell a story. And they love 90s Simpsons. Best part is they don't throw F-bombs all over the place. Oh, good, because sometimes I worry. I do that. <laughs> and I'm not suspicious that they've smoked weed before starting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that we, we're just goofy, but we're not This is just goofy. how we are. That's yeah. just how we are. <laughs> we're
0: not on anything. This is just how we are naturally. <laughs> there was a recent episode... I think it was Andrew of Friday the Thirteenth. It was one of the Friday mm. the Thirteenth people, and they reached out on Twitter to be like, "Wow, you guys had your coffee before this episode, and it was our—I think it was our Virginia Commonwealth episode." Oh. Where I'm like, "Oh, we didn't have coffee. We were just real tired and doing it." Yeah, it's fine.
1: Our, yeah, like it's kind of like when I got to college and people were like, "Yeah, I went to the, and always got drunk or high when like when I was in college, uh, high school and like there was always parties on the weekends," and I was like. My friends and I were idiots. We just, like, baked cookies yeah. and, like, watched this Disney is movies. This just we And are. we're, like, just, like, hyperactive. Like, that's just, we're <laughs> goofy without anything.
0: <laughs> and then they go on to say, don't have a problem with either in general, but some of these podcasts are like being a designated driver with a group of extremely intoxicated friends and not quite getting all the <laughs> jokes. These girls are doing a great job. Keep them coming. Yes. Aww. Thank you. Thank you. I try to keep everybody in the loop of our ridiculous jokes and ridiculous nonsense. It's it's just funny when like,
1: or it can be a little bit hard when you've been friends with someone since 2004.
0: Yeah, where it's like, this is hilarious to (laughs) to us us. because of that one time on Japan Bowl in 2006. Yeah. But for you guys who weren't on our Japan Bowl team in 2006, it's maybe less funny. Yeah. So we try try to bring it in. Yeah. Yeah. So, thank you, KJ Monch. Really, KJ Ampa. <laughs> Feel free to tell everyone that you are the star of Riverdale if such thing would not bring you shame. Can, Can I read one, though, that I just
1: like found on my app? Oh, yes, yeah. sure. This is like lore, but funny. God, I
0: love this review. I know who wrote it. This is, from, I believe, from Maxwell. This is from Maxwell. Of the Lost Treasure podcast. One of our favorite
1: where, like, friends. We love Maxwell. Um, we love Maxwell. My app just shut down on oh, me. Oh,
0: no. no. I, have, I have a screenshot of it. Hold on. Yeah. But I love that review because I think when I pitched the idea, because we had been going back and forth about podcasts, for a while, and mm. we weren't sure what we were going to do. Finally, I, like, texted Sasha one day, and I'm like, what if we do, like, spooky stuff but funny? So, like, lore but funny. No offense to lore. And but then I was
1: like, what's a podcast? Just kidding. Just kidding. I listened you to a lot of podcasts were like, before. like, yeah.
0: technically, I was only before you on podcasts because, okay, go. Okay, basically. go had a podcast, podcast
1: when we were when, in high school. Yeah, when yeah.
0: they had, like, three whole episodes that I listened to. Yeah, I on. still have
1: them on my computer. I think yeah. I
0: do, too. <laughs> um, so I still I- have them on my iPod. Sasha and
1: Courtney are a dynamic duo who bring both tremendous wit and big laughs to the stories of the macabre and mythic. Both have amazing research skills, cultural knowledge, and somehow managed to condense complex narratives into a concise format. Yay! Hey,
0: Maxwell, we love you! We love you so much! And keep an eye out, we're working on a collab with him again yeah. in the future, so high fives, high fives, high fives, high fives! The best part is he lives in Australia now, which Whoa. is like a whole
1: other time zone. It's a
0: whole other... It's tomorrow <laughs> it's there It's tomorrow, already,
1: so we're gonna find a way to find a time that...
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I... Uh, thankfully, I, we have our Australia friend that I Skype with frequently, yeah, so, so you I know, know I know the best time to do it is when it's morning for them and evening for us. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So, did anything spooky happen to you this week? Um,
1: yes, two spooky things happened to me this week, but good spooky. Yay! One, one of my college friends messaged me out of the blue <laughs> recently and said, let me, "Actually, you know, let me just read the she, whole message." She texted
0: out. this to me, and I loved it because I was like. What am I reading? Oh my God! We basically God.
1: we basically have a new we have a new fan. A, not 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 just a new fan, like a new niche market niche market and like a new <laughs> like not not just a niche market, like a new tagline for our podcast, which <laughs> is we're your dad's favorite podcast. Boom! Because my <laughs> friend from from college band college color guard said. My dad was excited to tell me about his new favorite podcast today because the girl on it said she was on JMU's Color Guard. That's you! (laughs) And it's me. And so he's been really into ghosts lately and apparently clicking on everything that has ghosts in it. And he found us. And now I'm like, oh my god. Oh my (laughs) god. We have... Uh, we have so, a dad fan, which is, like, amazing.
0: I was going to say, keep an eye out in the future. Maybe we'll have Spoop Hour. It's your dad's favorite
1: podcast yes. merch. You can get it on a <laughs> So if you're Melissa's dad and you're listening to this,
0: hi. Thank hi. you so much for listening. Hi, Melissa's dad.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, we're both of MRDs. Dad. So it was great. So thank you, MRD dad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dad.
1: Mr. Dad. The other spooky thing happened to both of us this week. I did, it did, it did. We finally met Dr. Elisa Lucas. Lucas.
0: In real life, it was not amazing. just on
1: Skype, not just on Twitter. We finally like actually got to see her and hug her and eat dinner with her. And, and go to Target. Target. It was amazing. <laughs>
0: she trusted me to pick her up in my car. Which was amazing, because I offered it, I'm like, she might think this is odd, because we haven't actually met. But I'm like, I no, no. promise I'm not going
1: to murder you, I'll pick you up in my car. It was amazing. It was a really great it night. Was great.
0: We ate a lot of cheese, oh, a lot God, of pimento cheese. so good. It was delicious. We treated Dr. Elisa Lucas to the best of Northern Virginia, which is to Ted. say, disgusting swampland and also Target. Yeah. So, that's, and Ted's Bulletin. And Ted's Bulletin. Where you can get a really sweet homemade Pop-Tart.
1: Yeah, I got, we got pumpkin spice milkshakes, she got it. what, an Oreo
0: it was an Oreo s'mores. s'mores.
1: Oreo s'mores, yeah. milkshake. It was just a great, delicious it day all was. around. And then I had leftovers for dinner, and so the next day I was... I wasn't feeling well the next day because I had a cold, but I was just, like, eating my Ted's Bulletin grilled cheese and tomato soup and just, like... <laughs> Yesterday was a nice day. Yeah, I (laughs) I feel terrible now, but yesterday was a nice day. I
0: had a moment as I was dropping Dr. Elisa Lucas off at the Metro, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my god, I think I left my Pop-Tart in Target. Because at one point I had set it down so we could take a picture with something, and then I had no recollection of like picking it up and putting it back in my purse. And I'm like, no, I was so excited about it. And then I got home, and it was still in my purse. So then I had a Pop-Tart the next day, and it was great. There was one point, I think I put my
1: leftovers down, and then we were walking around, and then... Someone kicked the bag or something. Oh, no. And then I was like, oh, whatever. And then the next day I took my Pop-Tart out and it was broken, so I mixed it into my overnight oats. Ooh, <laughs> it was delicious. I
0: bet it was. Yeah, that was, was a good great. Pop-Tart. It was an apple yeah. pie pop-tart. Did
1: anything spooky happen to you this week or maybe you forgot to mention it on a previous episode? Well, Sasa.
0: S- Sasa. Sasa. Well, Sasa, it's funny. You should say that. I'm calling you Sasa from okay, now on. that's fine. Zortney. <laughs> Zortney Bear Noises. That's me. So... My, I have a couple people that I work with are full time working remotely, and one of them came in for one of our big pre conference meetings, and she brought me a skeleton. And he's this, he's this plastic skeleton. I wouldn't call him little, but he's, he's kind of like, little. Like two feet long. Yes. And I don't mean to gender skeletons, but upon naming him, it became clear that this is in fact a male skeleton. He was a they. He was almost Amelia Scareheart, but that was thrown out because that wasn't skeletony enough. Because my coworker <laughs> and I are like, all right, we, we have to adopt this skeleton. We must make him ours. And so he ended up becoming named Indiana Bones. Hell yeah. <laughs> we call him Indy for short most of the time. And he's basically our elf on the shelf. Only instead of, like, weird Christmas thing, it's a skeleton that, like, wanders around and, like, staples stuff and, like, does handstands and, like, reads our program book and all kinds of fun stuff so the
1: photos you send me are so cute i
0: love indiana bones he is my like the other day my co-worker that i share cube space with she is in our meeting the meeting side of things so obviously it's been a great time for her so i brought her a starbucks <laughs> the other day but when i say i brought her a starbucks i mean indy brought her a starbucks <laughs> so like we have a lot of fun indiana bones now has some mickey mouse stickers on him including a bone sticker on his pelvis oh good i didn't even put that one there. Oh! That's how cool my co-worker is.
1: <laughs> that just reminds me of our like skeleton
0: garlands we have oh, in our That yeah. have them, the candy cane penis. One of them has a candy cane penis, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's to make it seasonally appropriate you're round. So Indiana Bones is in fact the spooky thing that has happened to me repeatedly and will continue happening to me. We finally came down, we decided not to bring him to New Orleans with us mostly because one i'm afraid of losing and or breaking him and two i'm afraid that someone would take him they'd see him on our registration area and, be and like, walk up oh a skeleton A no free skeleton. skeleton and then i would be devastated because i love indiana bones so so much He's a good, he's a good boom. He's a, he's a good boom. He does, all, he demonstrated proper hand washing technique mm. once because he was set up at our like Purell hand sanitizer <laughs> station. He was showing how to wash your hands. He's great. Great. We love him. We'd be sad if we left him. Yeah. So. What are we talking about this week? We're talking about icons of fall. So that's why we had a pumpkin joke at the beginning. That was also a joke about yeah. balls. ha, ha, ha. Anyway, so we're talking bats. We're talking pumpkins. We're talking brooms. Brooms. We're talking witches. All, witches. We're talking
1: skeleton.
0: <laughs> we're, yes, Indiana Bones makes a comeback. Yay! <laughs> I should bring him home sometime so that he can record with us. Yeah. Yes. It'll He'll have a lot to say. Yeah, he's a very he can, his jaw can move. Ooh. So the other day he went trick or treating early. <laughs> In September. Yes, because he's a very good boy, and he deserves early trick-or-treating. But I used his poseable jaws to my advantage, and there he is. Oh, you know, Eating some of his candy. Yes, good boy. <laughs> I
1: was going to say, it's little post- too early for Halloween, I as I proved last week when we went to the Halloween self Museum, <laughs> and we were, like, all in on it, and, you like, know, even the employees were like, you guys are ready, and we're, we're like, like yeah, we are ready. <laughs> everybody get out of our way, we're
0: fucking doing this. So... Anyway, it, I'll post some pictures of Indiana Bones on our Instagram. Obviously, I won't post all of them because I don't want people knowing where I work because I am scared of everyone all the time. That's why you don't have a last name anymore. It's true. I don't. It's Bear Noises. Resortney yeah. Bear Noises. So <laughs> anyway, to kick us off for today, I have a game. A game. So since we're doing a spoopy exploration of like Halloween and autumnal symbols, I made a game called... Is that a pie I spell? (laughs) Ha ha. Basically, I'm gonna read to you a series of ingredients. Okay. You're going to tell me if it's something that can be used for a spell, charm, or curse, or if it's just going in pie or some other recipe. Okay. So, basically, pie or spell? Shout out to Buzzfeed, Original Botanica, Live Well, Bake Often, The Blonde Cook, and Bon Appetit. Oh. I love
1: Bone appetite.
0: Yes, I'm pretty sure. I, had a, I told Sasha off-air I had a dream about making a tart last night, and I'm pretty sure it's because I was making this game right before I went to bed. So mm. I was looking at pies, and I was like, ooh, this sounds good. I'm going to remember to come back to this pie. Yeah. Okay, the first one, kicking it off a little easy, Wormwood and Charcoal. Pie or Spill? Pie. Spell. <laughs> Burning these...
1: <laughs> My first instinct was spell, and then I was like, I'm sure someone's come up with a weird pie I
0: mean, pie I'm for that. sure. I didn't dig that deep. I, <laughs> I wasn't like, one person, one time, made this super weird pie, and that's why I'm tricking you. No, okay. there's... Spell. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Burning these two things together removes hexes or curses in your house. Huh. That makes sense. Yep. Apple cider vinegar and lemon zest. Spell or pie? Spell. Pie. pie. <laughs> you yep. get these and you are well on your way to making a rhubarb pie. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mint and hot water. Pie or spell? Spell. Spell. Or tea. I mean, actually, mix a <laughs> teaspoon of dried mint in a cup of boiling water. Then let like, the mixture come to room temperature. After you wash your hair, rinse with the mint tea and really scrub your scalp. Uh-huh. And this is a charm kind of thing that will stimulate mental activity and remove dullness. Huh. Plus, then your hair smells all nice and minty.
1: Now, I just really want to watch Witches Brew.
0: I mean, don't we always just to watch, watch Witch's Brew? We but, should watch it again because it's Halloween time. Yeah. Basically. Cornmeal and buttermilk. Speller pie. 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 Sounds like somebody wants to make a buttermilk lemon chess pie. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I found it on Bon App, but That was the one where I was like, I'm just going to remember this for later. For later, yeah. <laughs> Put that in the old to bake bank. Mm-hmm. Clove and dark rum. Pie or spell pie pie. These are part of the process of making a mincemeat pie. Hmm. I do love clove <laughs> and I, mean, I love
1: rum. Yeah, like I love clove and rum. You should make a mincemeat pie, girl. It's it's like it's not well, actually meat pie. It's a bunch of fruit. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I uh, didn't know. I. On the London trip with the MRDs, we went during the holiday season and the British McDonald's had a mincemeat custard pie. Ooh. Yeah, it was so
0: good. That does sound mm. like something you would enjoy. You love custard pie. I love custard and I love mincemeat. I did try to find a custard pie that I could pull ingredients from for this, but like, not a ton of spices go into custard yeah. pie. So I'm like, Egg. I'm like, <laughs> bunch of eggs, bunch of dairy, pie or spell, Stop. obviously. Anyway, garlic Stop. and vinegar, pie or spell. 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 You can add cloves of garlic to vinegar to eliminate negativity. If the next morning your garlic is dark purple or black, that means that there was a lot of negativity around you and you may want to just repeat the process one more time. And when you're... Throw the whole thing away. Throw the whole thing (laughs) away, but do so, you flush it down the toilet. Don't just like throw it in the garbage. Okay. Flush it in Mm -hmm. the toilet. If you have concerns about water use, go ahead and pee in the toilet first, I'm assuming. Yeah. And just flush down your... 15 gallons every
1: time you flush...
0: Unless you have a low- flow toilet Unless which you have a low
1: flow toilet. if you have the
0: ability to get a low-flow toilet, go ahead and get one they're pretty great Cinnamon and sugar pie or spell pie spell yeah
1: but also probably but a but also pie. yeah for sure a pie <laughs>
0: both <laughs> everything but this this is a fun spell if you sprinkle cinnamon and sugar in front of your business you'll get ants I just put that in mind I just thought it was funny. Wait in front of your business oh, oh like your your place of not work. like your business <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Although you'll still get ants. It'll just be in a much more (laughs) unpleasant place. Uh, Just kidding. Just kidding. It will also bring you luck and entice people to come to your business. So the idea is that sugar like makes people sweeter to your ideas. uh So if you sprinkle it in front of the entryway to your business or your workplace, as people come in, they're going to be like, I'm open to having something sold to me. And then cinnamon just makes you super lucky. So if you combine the two Uh of those and sprinkle them in front of the door, you're going to get lucky and you're going to get sweet people. I wonder if the same goes
1: for if I put cinnamon sugar on my toast.
0: It's going to make your stomach real lucky.
1: Yeah. And make people like me.
0: Yeah. That's the only reason. (laughs) Not because you're a charming person, but because you put cinnamon (laughs) and and sugar sugar on on your toast. toast. That's why Cinnamon Toast Crunch is so popular. Ah. All right. Clove and allspice. Pie or spell? Pie. Yes. Yes. These are two of the components of pumpkin pie spice. The hashtag iconic pumpkin spice. Yeah. P.S. For those of you who have questions about what is actually in pumpkin spice, it's actually an amalgam of spices, which are cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg, allspice, and cloves. Yeah. So if ever a recipe calls for pumpkin pie spice and you don't have any, you can do a real quick Google and just combine those things and make your own pumpkin yeah. pie spice. Same thing. Yeah. Because sometimes
1: you you might have most of those things already. Yeah. I
0: usually have <laughs> those things. I'm more likely to have each of those components than I am to have like pre-mixed pumpkin pie yeah. spice just because I use them for other stuff. Yes. Oris root and ginger pyre spell.
1: Both no. <laughs> spell
0: spell. Yeah, <laughs> ginger, which promotes confidence, sensuality, prosperity, and success, and makes your tummy feel better and when you don't feel well. Yes, it's because it's promoting your sensuality. Mmm, mm, sexy tummy. And Oris root, which is used to attract men, so a very heteronormative root, unless used by male Wiccas, are common ingredients in love spells. So if you combine the two of them, you're going to get a real strong love spell. Hmm. Yeah. And finally, cinnamon and nutmeg, pie or spell? Both. No, uh, pie. Pie. <laughs> These are two components of apple pie spice, yes. along with allspice. So basically, apple pie spice and pumpkin pie spice, the difference is cloves. Yeah. You don't put cloves in an apple pie. I love cloves. Typically. I know. And that's, is that a pie I spell? Aha, that was awesome. Thank you. No. Do you want me to get started with pumpkins? Yeah, let's talk about pumpkins first. We've touched on it before. We keep eating these pumpkin seeds. Yes. We have to be very careful what we talk about during the week. Mm -hmm. So I was dropping hints today to Sasha for what I was talking about, and I was like. I like
1: big butts, and I cannot lie. I sure did. I was like, I don't see how this is relevant.
0: Oh, you will.
1: (laughs) You will. But I'm glad to know that you like my butt.
0: I love it. I cannot lie. (laughs) Anyway, so what's the deal with pumpkins? Seinfeld voice. We've touched on the history of the jack o' lantern before, mm-hmm. I think, in our original Sawhwin episode. Yep. And in case you need a refresher course, Wikipedia and America Comes Alive.com have you covered. Historically, people in Ireland would ward off evil spirits on Sawhwin, and I put in my notes, how long has it been since we've said that word? Well,
1: so I don't remember where I had been. Like, I, I went somewhere recently with either Jack or my parents or something, and yeah. I saw something that said Sawhwin. And I pointed at the word and said, how do you think you pronounce it? And I'm like, Samhain. And I was like, nope. no, it's
0: Win. That's one thing I know. <laughs> That's the only thing. Everything else, I'm just guessing. Anyway, so they would ward off evil spirits on Win by carving faces into vegetables. These vegetables were originally turnips, and they were called jack o lanterns. So named for, basically over a peat bog, you get like weird phenomenon flashes of lights. Mm-hmm. And they call those, obviously, we know Will of the Wisps. I think Mm -hmm. Will of the Wisps kind of caught on more in America. Mm -hmm. But in Ireland, they are also sometimes called Jack O' Lanterns, just Mm. because it's, you know, Jack and his lantern. Mm -hmm. And it also may be because of Stingy Jack, who was, I know we've gone into it because I remember you telling me the story. Stingy. Stingy, you wrote wrote Stringy. Stringy. (laughs) And I was like, I know what she means. This is fine. (laughs) Anyway, he was a drunk guy who was supposed to die, but instead he made a deal with the devil to not actually go to hell Mm because the devil was like, I got you, bro. But then he was like, counterpoint, what if you don't? And so instead he kind of wanders the earth in a sort of purgatory, and the only thing he has is a hollowed turnip to light his way. Mm. So then when Irish immigrants came to America, they brought this legend and this lore with them, and the jack-o'-lantern became more common in pumpkins, Probably because pumpkins are more common in America, they have an autumnal harvesting season, and they are, fun fact, one of the oldest cultivated plants in the world. Yes. Some sources say that pumpkins have been, like, officially grown by humans since 10,000 BCE in Mexico, Mm because they found uh, cave drawings of people, like, harvesting pumpkins, Mm -hmm. which is fucking baller. That's awesome. Yeah, good job, pumpkins. So, you ready to get into some symbolism with the pumpkin and jack-o'-lanterns? Heck, yeah. Great. According to Earth Witchery, which is going up there with the Traveling Witch in terms of favorite sources I've come across, the candle flame within the jack-o'-lantern represents the element of fire and the white light of pure spirit. Ooh. The importance of the fire is because Samhain is a time when the fire's influence is fading from Earth, Mm because if you think about it, it comes in the fall, Yeah, it's getting darker earlier, it's very spoopy. It really is. When we went out to dinner with Dr. Dr. Lisa Lisa Lucas...
1: I was sitting and waiting to meet you guys, and it was, like, almost 7 o'clock, and it was dark in the plaza, and I yeah. was like, what is this? By
0: the time we got done with dinner, it was, like, 8, 8.30, and, and it, was it was, like, pitch, pitch black, <laughs> as opposed to earlier in the year when it's light at 10 o'clock. And, and, it, it, sucks. I, and I know this. This
1: happens every year, and, and yet, yet it still
0: surpri- it's, surprises me. Oh, it's already dark. Anyway, so, as we know... Samhain is a time when the veil between worlds is very thin. Mm -hmm. And so, basically, with the light representing the good side of the spirit world, because the veil between worlds is thin, this kind of attracts good spirits while also, like, frightening away the bad ones because Mm -hmm. both are prone to happen. Because, again, it's like our world and the spirit world are, like, kissing during Samhain. Just Frenching. Just straight Frenching. Gross. Disgusting. I hate you. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... The candle inside the pumpkin has magical significance as well. If you carve the rune... Oh, boy. Ehwaz? How do you spell it? E-I-H-W-A-Z. And I even put in my notes. Oh, boy. I bet I butchered that one. I'm sure I did. Meanwhile, our Wiccan listeners are like, ugh! Anyway, if you carve that into the candle, you will be able to communicate with other realms. So if you, you know, if you want to give it a shot, sure, why not carve E-I-H-W-A-Z or carve that rune whatever it looks like, hmm. into your jack-o'-lantern candle and see what happens. Huh. Who knows? A uh, like, cell phone. Yeah. For pumpkins. Yeah. Meanwhile, the spirits on the other side of the veil are like, you used to call me on your cell phone. You used to call me on your pumpkin. Hey! Guess what the episode title is. <laughs> <laughs> this magic also works if you carve an ancestral name into the candle as well. So if you, like, know your ancestors' names or mm. if you have the same name that your family had, you know, 18 gazillion generations ago go ahead and carve that one in there and then you can call someone on your pumpkin
1: how long ago ancestor like can i write like someone who was just like one generation removed from me or does it have to be like- are
0: you thinking of your great grandma julia well, or your great aunt julia who's great grandma great grandma julia, julia, julia who's right the witch yeah who's yeah the
1: witch but then also like my uncle gary oh <laughs> well, yeah maybe yeah, maybe okay. i don't
0: know Hmm, we'll see. I also don't know if it connects you with the person whose name you carve or, just someone... or if it just like opens up the line. Uh, okay. I don't know. I'm not an expert. I know. You've been listening to Spoop Hour for so long and you're like, but Courtney, you know everything. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> you can also bless your jack-o'-lantern by saying, quote, May the light of this lantern frighten away all evil spirits who wish to do us harm and light the way for all good spirits and ancestors who wish to visit us this night. Oh, I like um, that. Yeah, and so that kind of puts a little blessing on your little pumpkin. I will do that. Yeah. per PershamanicConnection.com. Shamanic? I don't know. Pumpkins can also be used for all kinds of magical stuff. You've got protection, divination, banishment, prosperity, fertility, abundance, wealth, love, I wrote prosperity twice. That's what happened. Good luck and money attraction. And pie. And pie most importantly. (laughs) The jack-o'-lantern is an example of the protection side because Mm -hmm. it's warding away the evil spirits. it's casting light, it's blessing your house, all of that. If you are a diviner, putting a pumpkin in your divination space can make your readings more insightful. So if you want to like kick up the power of your divination, go ahead and plop a pumpkin wherever you do it. You know what's
1: great? Right now it's I mean, obviously pumpkin season, yeah. but also small decorative gourd season. Yeah. So there's lots of tiny pumpkins that you can just stick, even even if your divination space is really just your desk in your office.
0: <laughs> I love that you use air quotes on desk and office.
1: <laughs> like, I'm just going to go get a small decorative gourd and put it in my classroom. Oh, yeah,
0: I need to do that for That's my cube. Yeah. yeah, my divination space. Anyway, or, or I'll go and buy the biggest pumpkin and just... <gasps> stick in the middle of my classroom and just see if anybody notices (laughs) and says anything yeah all right are you ready to do a fun prosperity charm using some salted dried pumpkin seeds yes okay so if you want to try this one at home you're just going to need some salted dried pumpkin seeds Sasha you got ours at Whole Foods at Whole Foods you can make your
1: own you can store-bought is
0: fine yeah if you can't if you can't make your own pumpkin seeds for a prosperity charm store-bought is fine. fine And you'll also need a glass of water. We have those. Yeah, Yeah, we have those. Hopefully you have access to those as well. All kinds of things. So we're going back to Shamanic Connection. This is a charm that dates back to the 1920s and maybe even earlier. So it's a pretty, you know, it's a historical charm. Yeah. What you're going to do is you're going to sit in a quiet place, like where we are, and you're going to count out nine pumpkin seeds. You ready for this? Yes. Okay. I'm grabbing a little handful. Okay. So now you've got your nine pumpkin seeds, right? Yes. So what you're going to do is you're going to eat the first one. You can eat the whole thing or you can just eat the soft middle. It doesn't matter for the spell. Mm -hmm. Make sure you chew slowly and then you have a sip of water. And then you're going to repeat this process with all nine seeds. So now that you've done this, you're going to say, may the seeds of this holy gourd cleanse me of all negativity and fill my life with wealth and blessings. All right. May the seeds of this holy gourd cleanse me of all negativity and
1: fill my life with wealth and blessings.
0: And that's your quick and easy prosperity charm. Ooh. And according to Shamanic Connection, people like win the lottery or reconnect with an old friend after doing this. So we'll mm. report back in two episodes if that actually happened with us. Excellent. So
1: two episodes because we're recording a bunch at once.
0: <laughs> yes. Basically, <laughs> our next couple of months are going to be a little shenanigany, but we're, we're making it happen. We're good. Yeah. When do we talk about buds? Oh, we're getting there. Oh, we're getting there? It's okay. funny. You should say that because we talk about butts in two paragraphs. Okay,
1: because your cat is sitting right behind me and keeps pushing her paws into my butt.
0: <laughs> she's like, I like big she butts likes... and I cannot lie. And so I've been sitting here
1: wondering when. <laughs>
0: Soon. Soon. First we had to do our pr- prosperity chart because yes. I felt silly doing it after we talk about butts. Yeah.
1: I, I'm I like old fashioned I, I, I feel like we're going to be
0: prosperous this week. I think so. Yeah. All right. Pumpkins are also a sign of prosperity in Eastern philosophy. Mm -hmm. According to euphoricfengshui.com, they represent four of the five elements. So, one, they come from a plant, so they're connected to wood. Because they are typically orange, that's a blend of fire and earth, so that's two and three. Okay. And then finally, because they are round, they are connected to metal. I don't know why round things are connected to metal. I could have looked it up, but but I didn't. And that's fine. Historically, people in China would take carved out pumpkins and fill them with particular objects to attract wealth and p- prosperity. Ooh. So a modern way to do this would be if you find any like little ceramic gourd or a little ceramic pumpkin that's mm-hmm. like a jewelry box. Yeah. Go ahead and put some like trinkets in there to attract some wealth and prosperity.
1: And this time of year is great for that. Yeah. Go to Target. Go yeah. to Walmart. Yeah. Go to f- home goods store. Go to TJ Maxx, Marshall's, wa- like everywhere has everywhere. them. Everywhere. And
0: you can get them for Michael's. Cheap. Yeah. AC (laughs) Moore. You don't have to spend a bunch of money to attract wealth and prosperity. It's for everyone. NorthAtlanticBooks.com posits that pumpkins are prevalent symbols of different things all around the world. For example, the pumpkin was a, quote, moon plant to both European Christians and native peoples in Mexico. For European Christians, the souls of the dead would first go to the moon before they make their way to the next realm. Mm. And then in more rural parts of Europe, people would sow pumpkin seeds on Pentecost when church bells are sounded to make the pumpkins, quote, grow to be as big as church bells. Oh. For this to work, the seeds should be carried in a big bucket or a big basket, just like a big quantity mm-hmm. of seeds. In Breslau, Germany, which is now Wroclaw, Poland, large women with ample derriers were asked to sit on the seeds of pumpkins to encourage them to grow as big as her butt. <laughs> <laughs> Big, butt, big, butts, but, big butts. Big butts. Big butts. Big butts. Big butts. <laughs> Can you imagine living in a time where someone would go, hey, yo, girl, you got a fat butt. Can I borrow it for a second? I'm growing pumpkins. <laughs> I,
1: hey, I need you to sit on some pumpkin seeds for me. Hey, yo, girl, it's not are because you a farmer?
0: Because that big butt could really sit on some pumpkin seeds for me. It would be right. such it's a like, huge It's fable. not
1: like a weird kink. It's just that I really, <laughs> I really mean, need big pumpkins this se- season.
0: <laughs> As we've talked about it before, Maybe it started out as a weird kink, and it's like, no, 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 no! It's totally. I'm just trying to grow big pumpkins. Or I don't have a thing about women with large butts sitting on pumpkins. Or if seats. it's
1: not a kink, it's just like straight up, like. One day, someone sat on some pumpkin seeds, and they're like, Aw, Mary, why did you sit on the pumpkin seeds? And then that season, they had huge pumpkins. And and they're they're like, like, Oh, "Oh,
0: shit! Mary, come here! (laughs) In a similar vein, you can also tell a big lie while sowing your pumpkin seeds, and then they'll grow to be as big as your lie. So, like, Donald Trump did nothing wrong. Boom! Giant pumpkin. Giant orange pumpkin. Giant orange fucking pumpkin. Hmm. In Lausanne, Switzerland... Farmers would bring their seeds to be blessed on Annunciation Day, which would get the pumpkins to mimic the Virgin Mary's belly, and, you guessed it, grow big. Ah, yeah, a lot big of the, pumpkin. We the, like big pumpkin. We cannot lie. Sawin also makes an appearance in other parts of Europe with pumpkins. If you sow your seeds before sunrise on Saint Walpurga's Day, which is April 30th or May 1st. The pumpkins will thrive as fast as witches fly because St. Walpurgis Day is the diametric opposite of Samhain, mm-hmm. and because witches fly around on the evening of St. Walpurgis Day as mm-hmm. a result. So it's like, it's two sides of the same ah, coin. You okay. got St. Walpurgis Day, you got Samhain. Witches are around on both days. So if you sow them on St. Walpurgis Day, as fast as the witches fly, your pumpkins will grow. I just
1: figured out, when you're saying sowing pumpkins and some pumpkin oh. seeds, that you're spelling it S O W and not S E W, because I was like, huh,
0: interesting. A lot of people are sowing with pumpkin seeds. Yeah. That's very challenging. I was thinking
1: like you'd sow the pumpkin seeds into your clothes, but okay. I, I like was that. Wrong. I'm sure
0: that does something. <laughs> We'll get into it. Like, they believe genuinely pumpkins could do everything. We're yeah. about to get into it with European folk medicine, mm. because that encouraged the consumption of pumpkin as a cure for stomach issues and kidney and bladder problems. Yeah. Pumpkin pulp could be used for skin disorders as well. So if you have abscesses, varicose veins, canker sores, sure. go ahead and rub some pumpkin pulp on that and it's going to get better, oh. says European folk medicine. For indigenous people in Mexico, offerings of cooked pumpkin would be made to the dead as kind of an appeasement or offering. Sure. In Slovakia, if you had a dead person lying out for a bit in your house, because, you know, that was a tri- yeah, like, yeah, way yeah, yeah. to genuinely just be like, dead body, open air, everybody come look. So what you would do after that is you boil water with garlic and squash stems in it, then use that water to clean the chairs and table in any room where the dead body had been. Ah. When you were done cleaning it, you then do one last quick sprinkle with your garlic squash water to make sure that the ghost isn't going to come back and haunt that room. So it's just sort of like a holy water purification thing.
1: Also a good name for a band, garlic squash water.
0: Garlic squash water. I love it. The Mayans would use pumpkin juice and salves for burns, and I put in my notes, even if it didn't work, I bet your skin smelled amazing and tasted delicious. (laughs) (laughs) The Aztecs would combine pumpkin seeds, onions, and worm seed to combat round worms, and they would use pumpkin pulp for bladder and kidney illness. Hmm. The catawba encouraged pumpkin seed chewing for kidney problems as well, while the Cherokee and the Menominee used them as a diuretic and cure-all for any kind of bladder issues. Hmm. So if you have a burning sensation when you pee, if you have cramps, if you wet the bed, you name it, Go ahead and chew on some pumpkin seeds, you're going to be fine. Okay. Basically, around the world, people believed in what North Atlantic Books calls the pumpkins, quote, pure radiance of life energy, which is why they were used for so many ailments. It's like the idea that this pumpkin is so much more alive than everything else, so if you eat it, you're going to get some of that vitality, it's going to fix what's wrong with you. To this day, pumpkin seeds can be used for health reasons as well as prosperity charm ones. Mm If you eat 10 ounces of pumpkin seeds when you have worms, it will help you poop the worms out for gross reasons that I won't go into, but I read it, so you can too. Is that listed on the bag? Uh, just like, it has dietary fiber. Yeah. 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 Lots of it? iron
1: and magnesium oh. and zinc and oh. some potassium. So, these are good for you.
0: Well, yeah, because we're about to get. So, they can also help with your prostate health because they have delta 7 sterols, which act like a particular hormone does. Mm-hmm. And so, that combined with their anti inflammatory and antioxidant effects, probably because of their zinc and yeah. all of their other mm-hmm. shit, that can reduce prostate swelling.
1: Oh, mm. well, lots of good protein too.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yummy, yummy. Yummy, yummy. But as I put in my notes, I'm not a doctor, so please don't just rely on this weird website I found for your general health and wellness. And but also like, this weird podcast. And also this weird podcast. For God's sakes, don't listen to it. I mean, listen to us. Listen
1: to us, but, but maybe, like, maybe seek like, out a professional medical. Yeah, mostly
0: medicine. this is so like as you're eating pumpkin seeds and people are like, oh, hey, nice pumpkin seeds. You could be like, did you know that this can help with your prostate health? <laughs> and then all your friends will think you're weird. <laughs> In ancient Turkey, the pumpkin symbolized the ovary and also protected against the evil eye. And that is true of Cairo, Egypt as well, where Mm. people used to hang pumpkins up to protect from the negative influence of the evil eye. So just go ahead and pop a pumpkin in your ceiling, see what happens.
1: Again, a good reason to put a
0: pumpkin in your office. Yeah, it's it's kind of like (laughs) Portlandia's put a burn on it. We say put a pumpkin on it. Why not? Why not? If you dream about pumpkins, and this was a fun rabbit hole... This is going to, shockingly, mean prosperity and well-being, oh. according, according to globe-views.com. If the pumpkin is on the table in your dream, you're going to get financial well-being over oh. the next year. If you're eating a pumpkin in your dream, you will soon be getting a valuable gift. If you see a lot of pumpkins, that means uh, prosperity in general for your home. hmm Usually it's a good dream symbol, but it's not always the case, depending on what the pumpkin's doing. If you dream of a pumpkin that is peeled, or if an animal is eating a pumpkin in front of you, that means you're about to hit a financial rough patch. Uh-oh. If you dream of a jack-o'-lantern... Stay away from my
1: pumpkin, animal.
0: <laughs> meanwhile, the deer's like, um nom 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 nom, nom 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 But if you... So if you dream of a jack-o'-lantern, it means that someone in your orbit is plotting against you. uh this crafty and cunning person is hiding in plain sight amongst your friends and relatives and they want to take you down a peg as revenge for a past insult. Meanwhile, I'm like, who wronged you, globeviews.com? Right. And did you have a dream about a jack-o'-lantern right before they hurt you? Yikes. Because that's, like, so specific. Well, they're going to say it's because of a past insult, and they're hiding among your friends and family, but they're not your friend. And they want to hurt you. It's like, okay. I'm not here to make friends. This seems like a really specific incident that maybe doesn't apply to everyone. And yes. yeah. Yeah. Not here to make friends. If you're a lady, pumpkins in your dream can be a sign of heteronormativity and the gross societal expectations placed on your womb. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, I got that from a source, and that wasn't just me speculating wildly. (laughs) Basically, it could be a sign of upcoming pregnancy, that if you're newly pregnant, your baby's going to be a girl, or you're going to have a good and happy childbirth if you are super pregnant. Mm -hmm. If you're a dude, dreaming of a pumpkin can predict a new romantic entanglement coming your way. Th- those are two such different things. It's almost like there's different expectations for women and men in our society. Well, cuz yeah. <laughs> but no, <laughs> Who knew? one of my
1: coworkers has been, well, we had a baby shower for her on Friday, but on Thursday she was sent to the hospital and they thought and they thought she was going to have a baby. Oh. And then Saturday she texted us and she's like still no baby, just chilling in the hospital. Woo. And we're like, huh, so maybe I should ask her... If she's recently dreamt of pumpkins. Just, think really hard about pumpkins tonight. Yeah, just, just like, like stare at a pumpkin
0: for, like, 15 minutes before she goes to bed. Yeah, and just keep thinking about the pumpkin. Yeah. According to Female First, dreaming of squash in general, because it's decorative gourd season, motherfuckers, it can be a sign that you are stuck with something boring, unappealing, or unattractive. It's possible that it means you have something coming up that you don't want to do, but that you have an obligation to do. So, you might have someone in your life that you have to care about, but that you don't want to. So, it could be like a coworker who, like, You have to get along with them because you see them every day, but maybe you don't like them. Or there's someone in your life that you feel is kind of a toxic presence, but you're like, well, I care about this person, but they're just kind of a a void that I'm throwing my caring into.
1: There are so many ways a pumpkin dream can be interpreted. And so like when you first were like, yeah, pumpkin on table, prosperity. I was like, great. Yeah, I'm going to dream about pumpkins tonight. And now I'm like, I don't want to dream about pumpkins Because it's going to be like, you're
0: knocked up and also someone in your life hates you. (laughs) Yeah. I'm
1: like, oh, maybe I just won't think about pumpkins. Yeah.
0: maybe Maybe just don't.
1: Yeah. What are you telling me about? So, I'm going to continue talking about some other Halloween symbols and, well, not just Halloween, fall symbols and whatnot. And so, sticking with food apples. Yummy. So, I feel like bobbing for apples and like candy apples and caramel apples, that kind of thing, like aren't as popular as they used to be in terms of Halloween time. I know that, like, when we were in elementary school, like, I remember going to a Halloween party at school, and I think we had one for Girl Scouts as well, and we did bobbing for apples oh, and like, wow. that kind of thing. Yeah, and that's like, kind of, like, I feel like a relic of Halloween.
0: I was going to say, I feel like our generation eradicated it because of germ concerns. Yes. I don't want to wave my mouth yeah. around in the water that your mouth's been in. Right.
1: But we also have apple pie, right? Like this That's is, true. We're, that's- we're really entering, like, apple pie season with the start of fall. Yeah. I went apple picking in upstate New York the other weekend. Like, you know, uh, Thanksgiving is coming soon, and so there's always pumpkin and apple pie. Once I get
0: back from conference, I'm going to make myself, like, an apple crumble Mm. or some apple crisp. I love apple crumble, apple crisp, apple pie, everything. Apple, apple, apple. Apple, apple. So. Did you ever play the donut on a string game? I feel like that replaced bobbing for apples. Yeah,
1: and then, actually, this is a photo of apples on a string. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that'd be even harder. Yeah, that would. Because they, like, smack you in the face. (laughs) Right? And then it'll actually (laughs) probably (laughs) hurt. Yeah, Supposed to to like, getting hit in the
0: face with a donut. Which is kind of funny, because then you have powdered sugar yeah. on your mouth. You
1: silly. <gasps> I had
0: really good apple cider
1: donuts when I was oh. a the- mm.
0: I went to District Donut yesterday with, with my Jack, and I got a chocolate peanut butter cup donut. Yeah, And it was so much and I I was like disgusting when I was done eating it because it literally had like a filling that was like a pumpkin or a pumpkin a peanut butter cream and then like chocolate and peanut butter on the top and then like Mm -hmm. chunks of like crispy chocolate peanut butter wafers so like it was all over my face and hands and I was so happy oh so good Anyway, this is a donut job.
1: (laughs) So, (laughs) apples, you know, like, are still significant for fall, Mm -hmm. and so sometimes we make that connection that's like apples and witches when you think about, like, Snow White, right, and, like, the poison apple, which you can also, like, sometimes find those, like, candied apples that are, like, ooh, poison, or... like, you've ever been to Disney Springs in Florida, or even probably downtown Disney. I'm just going to assume that they have this, too. Yeah. There's um, a candied Apple store, oh. and it's, like, a oh villain's, God. like, themed. <laughs> Sorry. What happened
0: at Zelda? Zelda was yelling because... So, I have a Greendale human being. If you watch the show community, I have a plush Greendale human being. Zelda has... Taken it on as her own, and it's a thing she likes to kill. So she just carried it down the stairs with her mouth around its neck and was yelling to tell me that she killed it. Oh my god! Anyway, well, his then. corpse is behind the couch.
1: Um, but yeah, they have like candied apples that are themed in different ways. Like you have Star Wars candied apples oh, and nice. Avengers are candied apples. Are those the like
0: sparkly galaxy ones? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. But then
1: they also have like villains' candy apples, sure. especially like, this time of year. And so they definitely Disney like has that like apple poison yeah. witch motif, right? But apparently, apples were associated with Pomona, the Roman goddess of abundance. Oh. and when the Romans invaded Britain, they brought their beliefs and their apples along with them. How do hey. you like them apples?
0: <laughs> um, and they were like, "We don't like them apples. So, Please stop invading us." <laughs> right, and then
1: like, and then it was associated with like harvest and like this yeah. season. you know this season. But also, when you slice an apple open, like if you have an apple upwards and you yeah. slice it horizontally, okay, it, a pentagram appears, oh. which is a symbol associated with witches.
0: To be fair, who cuts an apple like that and who doesn't go down, like, the middle where the stem is? Right, and so...
1: Hmm. So, of
0: course it's affiliated with witches because it's weird. And, and then, people thought witches were weird.
1: Like, the only, the only times that I've, like, sliced an apple that way were either for, like, a science class to show oh. us, like, how, like, an apple blossom turns into... Or... Once, it, once it is fertilized, like, becomes the apple and showing us, like, the how the seeds were and then looking at a flower and everything, yeah. the pattern. And then we've also done, like, crafts and stuff in Girl Scouts where we're, like, stamps Oh, where you do the, yeah, the, yeah. that. Yeah. But the, it never occurred to me, like, oh, that's a pentagram. <laughs> I learned
0: from Charmed, so I don't know if it's accurate. If you cut an apple like that and you put a bay leaf in front of the seeds, that's, like, a protection thing. Mm. In Charmed, they use it to repel demons. And they also sweep a certain way. And they do the thing where they, like, slice an apple... Like they they peel the skin off the apple in one go and it spells out the name of the person you're gonna marry. Oh, you know, interesting. Yeah, it's just like a weird divination thing. Oh. But Terry Pratchett has a joke about how well I guess everybody's marrying someone named. Because that's the only—it's th- thing. gonna look kind of like an S and kind of like a C. <laughs> um, and so another symbol or
1: you know motif that we see a lot in the fall are skeletons and ghosts. You
0: don't say, <gasps> spooky Indiana Bones. Indiana Bones slowly turns his head like. Hey.
1: So, this one has a very strong connection to Sahwin, which, you know, is, again, marking the end of the harvest season, the beginning of the cold, dark winter. Basically, a festival of the dead. What? 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 So, again, thinking really hard about that boundary of the realm of the living and dead becoming very thin and blurred. They're basically kiesin. Oh, um, The dead can return as ghosts, and they walk amongst the living. Okay. And then, so, skeletons... Ghosts, all of that are, like, that eerie thought of, you know, because this the veil is so thin right now, you uh-huh. can get them just crossing over back yeah. and forth. And, and then thinking about the skeletons as, like, the last remnant of your body on this, like, earth yeah. is, like, a big factor of that. Gotcha. Well. Yeah. Bats. <gasps> Spooky. I love bats. I do, too. They're so cute. Um, so, bats are commonly associated with this time of year, much like, you know, pumpkins and ghosts and skeletons and everything. Right. And so, again, they thought that bonfires would ward off evil spirits during Samhain, mm-hmm. and then the light and the fire and everything would actually attract bats, and so oh. the bats would like, come around and like fly around, and so they're like, oh, look at that and then the <laughs> folklore of like vampires turning into bats yeah. yeah so that just also kind of added an extra layer to the spookiness of bats <laughs> speaking of bats we also have cats
0: <gasps> wow cats. cats hello cats
1: um, we've talked a lot about cats before the dc is for a demon cat yeah we talked episode. about demon
0: cat we talked about it in our cats episode yeah which was called pergatto.
1: So sometimes black cats are considered lucky or a sign of prosperity, mm-hmm. but their association with witchcraft is more widespread um, because oh. of this like idea of Halloween and everything. So the idea that cats were witches' familiars could be found in writings and trial reports from the 16th century, which
0: that was a really tri- chill time when nothing bad happened. Nothing bad happened. Just kidding. Why trial reports? Hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. They um, were just trying out the idea of reports. Yeah. There's the first report ever. The <laughs> first report ever, and it was about cats. But the end.
1: People so feared their demonic connotation that cats were often burned alive across Europe. No! Which is the worst thing ever. Everyone needs to think about what they did. Oh, I and hate kiss my it. ass because cats are the best. Why would you do that? But then they were also feared in early America again because of the witchcraft, and they're still thought about. Bad luck, right? When you think about, like, the number 13, walking under a ladder, crossing paths with the black cat. And sometimes they can be potential targets of torture or ritual sacrifice, depending on, like, people's beliefs.
0: And that's that's how you take your first baby step towards being a fucking serial killer. So really think think about about, what you're doing, and then don't do it.
1: And so every once in a while, so animal shelters will do two different things every once in a while. Sometimes they'll do, like, a black cat or even, like, a black pet adoption day, Mm -hmm. um, usually on, like, Black Friday for, like, the holidays, But they also, some places will limit black cat adoptions close to Halloween because they don't want anything bad to happen to the cat as well. Because
0: they don't want fucking weirdos to come in, adopt a black cat, and then do something terrible to it.
1: Let's talk a little bit about witches. Which okay. We've done for many uh, we've done many many times on this show.
0: And we're but probably going to still do We're going to continue
1: doing it all the time. Cuz we um, want to. We love witches.
0: We do. I just took a DNA test turns, turns out I'm 100%, 100% that witch. witch. Yeah. Lizzo. <laughs> do yourself a favor if you haven't and find the video of Lizzo and the Aristocats. Have you seen that? I
1: retweeted it yesterday and it was the best thing. Bum, Genuinely,
0: bum, bum, we watched bum, it like 4 bum, times bum, in a row cuz it was <laughs> just so perfect. It was the timing was so perfect. <laughs> it was so perfect.
1: I was at Renfair and had to like volume it up so I could listen it to was it. And worth I was like it. this is amazing. Uh. <laughs> so, broomsticks, another symbol of witches that are not Ooh. black cats. So, basically witches were thought to have applied a hallucinogenic flying ointment with a wooden staff. This has happened that I've heard of this thing before, where hmm. they've talked about like women were using something to polish their their brooms so they wouldn't get oh, splinters, and then it's, into sh- it's shaped like a phallic object. Phallic object, and they yeah, would the use thing. It, yeah,
0: I had heard that it was witches riding the devil's dick. Yeah. So, yeah, and.
1: Apparently, an account from 1324 of a witch on trial says they found a pipe of ointment wherewith she greased her staff, upon <laughs> which she ambled and galloped through thick and thin, and had a nice hallucinogenic sexy time.
0: I was gonna say, she may have been just nor- exploring her sexuality yeah. in a way that is moderately safe. Yes, there's dangerous splinters, but it was in a time when we didn't have, like, silicone, s- silicone or, like, safe things to use. So, like... She was exploring her sexuality in a way where it wouldn't hurt anybody else. It wouldn't hurt her. She was just like having a nice... Someone wasn't minding their business. Yeah. One person had to go and be a fucking buzzkill and ruin everybody's fun when you're just minding your own business. You close your door and you just have a nice sexy time with your hallucinogenic broom. Don't
1: snitch on the witches. Yeah, don't snitch on witches, dick. And then also this broomstick is a symbol of domesticity. And then it's, like, femininity gone wrong if, like, a witch is, like, reappropriating it for Ugh, witchcraft or whatever. God
0: forbid a woman reappropriates
1: <laughs> a thing. My for favorite ha- thing is the, the end. House. It just says, pretty scary for the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So, but more about witches. Do you know why witches are associated with Halloween? No. Well, the greeting card industry.
0: <laughs> oh, <God damn> it. <laughs>
1: in In the late 1800s, as... You know, like if you've seen like Christmas cards from this time, mm, they were like, um, like spooky. They're like spooky or they're silly. You've got more like oh, printing is widely available. You're trying to send greetings to people who've now moved away and yeah. stuff, and there's like a postal service now. It's yeah. really. It's like um, two whole days of carriage riding you don't have to do anymore. Right, you can like send greetings now. And so the green card industry started adding witches to Halloween cards in the late 1800s, thinking they're kind of a good visual representation yeah. of the ghoulish holiday, so you could put like a scary cat and So like it's just a witch like and witches
0: and are spooky, Halloween is spooky. Yeah. Two and spooky tastes that spook, spook great together.
1: Exactly, because you know, you're still thinking about witchcraft associating with devil worship and black magic right. and then as it turns out it's kind of like oh well you know they're kind of scary and then now they're just like a cute symbol like i have those like cute little witch dolls dresses i had them like oh, on yeah, the bookshelf yeah last yeah, year. yeah yeah they're really cute they, they have the purple stockings yeah. yeah so you know they're like i i don't know i like the idea of like witch like cute witch icon iconography yeah th- these days yeah um, i'm not
0: mad at witches In general. No, I fucking love witches. Yeah, like, do what you want to do. We are not buzzkills. Do what you want to do Do with your broom. Do what you want to do with your broom. In a
1: safe and happy way. And then the last symbol I want to talk about...
0: Spiders and cobwebs. No, no. Ugh. Ugh. That's a spooky thing that fucking happened to me. I was driving... And I was at a red light, and something caught my eye on my dashboard, and Mm. it was this giant fucking clear spider, and it was, like, this big. You guys can't see it, but it was fucking big, and it was, like, on my dashboard at, like, eye level, and I was like, that's gonna jump on me when I get out of my car. And anyway, it disappeared, and I don't know what happened to it, and I'm low-key afraid it got into my car, but I don't actually know, but... I didn't kill it with my windshield wipers, and I didn't crash my car, both of which were, like, instincts Options. I had. So that's normal and healthy, but, yeah. like, I don't know where it is. I hope it just, like, hopped off my car and went on its merry way, but who's to say? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So go to any party store or Target or whatever these days, and you'll find like lots of fake spider webs and fake mm-hmm. cobwebs for spookily decorating your yard or your house if you're having a Halloween party. Yeah, a spider is a powerful and ancient mythical symbol. Oh, yeah. So they are of meant ruining to be my car? revered and not feared. I wish, yeah, I'm sorry that you're scared of spiders. I'm that makes me, uh, I'm always, like, worried about you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm always worried about me, too, you're gonna so burn thank your, you. are gonna burn your car down. Gonna burn everything burn down. Burn everything. The fire is cleansing.
1: Um, <laughs> because they can spin webs seemingly out of nothing. Out of their um, butts. Out of their butts. They're associated with magic and the supernatural in many folk stories.
0: Oh, so it's just because they yeah. shoot
1: web out of their butt? Yeah, but think about, like, even, like, Charlotte's web. Like, that's a spider oh, that's that true. wasn't bad, you know? Or Yeah, but
0: she did give birth to a bunch of tiny little spiders, so who's to say I if all say. of those? Turned
1: out well, yeah. But they can also be much
0: upsetting, upsetting,
1: (laughs) upsettingly in 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 a way that Courtney internalizes is that they can be linked to danger, fear, ensnarement, and deception. So thinking of like the idiom "spinning a web of deceit," yeah, right, or everything in like trapped in a web of lies, trapped in a web of lies. Ron Weasley's fear of spiders and his like, like in. Chamber of Secrets, they end up in the woods and there's spiders everywhere with Aragog, right? Or
0: in Goblet of Fire, where there's the riddle about, like, what comes in the middle of the middle or the end of the end, and, like, you sound it out, as yeah. a spider, and then there's a giant spider.
1: spider. right? Fuck that. And so the webs and cobwebs are kind of a natural accompaniment to Halloween because their present instantly evokes a creepy feeling that something's been dead or abandoned for a long time. So oh. thinking about, like, you only get spider webs in places that you don't clean or that mm-hmm. have been taken over by nature. And I, I was thinking, was it was in... Like Zelda or other games where there's like something that's been abandoned. The, you know, the spiders in Zelda, there's actual spiders.
0: Oh, yeah, the things that go like, ha ha. ha.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then they have like the weird little skull mask. Oh, Tetomas.
0: Oh, Skultula. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking of Tektites, which are kind of spidery as yeah. well, but they hop and they're found on water. Yeah, Skultula's right, yeah.
1: the house in Ocarina of Time that's like yeah, super Yeah, they're cursed creepy. into
0: being spider things yeah, and you gotta and, kill and a like, bunch of spider is,
1: things to cure them. Everything is covered in cobwebs in that one. Yeah. I've been playing Link's Awakening and there's a little house that's been abandoned that also has cobwebs, and so it gives you this like eerie feeling of abandonment and yeah. desertion. So, oh. yeah. so yeah, Lots of spooky, lots of spooky shit. shit. There was also another one that was like, Corn husks and like Ooh, you corn know, husks. Yeah. So thinking about like when you go to a, a fair or, mm-hmm. you know, a pumpkin patch now you see lots of like dried um, corn or just like just the, the, the stalks. And that's like, it, you know, it's aesthetically pleasing as decoration but when you just look at the husks that are discarded, it can be just evidence of, like, okay, there's no more harvest. Yeah. Or if it's all dried up already, it's, you know, like, a bad harvest happened. Right. But then you can also make corn husk dolls, which can be cute, but then also, also can be spooky.
0: Yeah. Isn't there that episode of Parks and Rec where Anne tries to make... To make corn husk, husk dolls,
1: and, dolls and she's, they're like,
0: I'll just throw them in like, the fire. She's like, I'm just going to throw this in the fire because it's really creepy. Yeah. Because, like, but you get, like, cute ones, and then you get, like, nightmare monsters. Oh, I don't think I want some nightmare monsters. Oh, no. Most of these aren't bad. Yeah, but most of them aren't Corn bad. husk doll Bat- gravy. Uh, gravy. Um,
1: maybe, maybe like, that one. The stringy one. Yeah, the stringy one's
0: not great. Ooh, I don't like the face on that one. (laughs) Alright, so that was some details on pumpkins and other Halloween iconography. Yeah, so now when you enter this, the spookiest of all seasons, you have an understanding of why you're looking at what you're looking at. Part of it is Sahwin, part of it is just, hey, there's a lot of pumpkins around this time of year. (laughs) Part of it is just, (laughs) it's like fire. And
1: some of it is The green card industry going, hey, wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't it be fun if we sold
0: more cards? I like that idea. Let's do it. So next
1: time you find yourself in Target and you go to the hide and eek section. (laughs) So cute. (laughs) The The hide and eek boutique. The hide and eek boutique. I love it. Um, Go just see see what you see. Um, My favorite thing... It was the thing that you bought recently with the little bird that's wearing the The cat mask. mask. Yeah. And, you know, on Halloween you dress up as things that scare you and the yeah. bird is dressed up like a cat.
0: That's why I'm gonna dress up as a llama for Halloween, because that llama fucking bit me. Yeah. So Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Are you for real doing that? No. No. Okay. I mean, maybe, yeah. but probably not. Yesterday,
1: Jack and I realized, like, yeah, we could be Team Rocket for Halloween, or we could be two characters from the Yakuza series. Or you could do that. <laughs> or we could be, like, lots of things. There we are so there many are so good many choices. choices.
0: If you need help planning your Halloween costume, go ahead and contact us, spoophour at gmail.com. We love costumes. Or DM us on Twitter. We love costumes, we love talking costumes yeah. Tell us your parameters, tell right. us your budget We'll plan you some low-key costumes Last
1: year, Jack and I were Mario and Luigi We mm-hmm. were Starbucks coffee and barista mm-hmm. You guys were I was, a sexy fish I was a
0: sexy anglerfish <laughs> It wasn't intended to be a sexy anglerfish I just wore a blue dress with it And an anglerfish hat And then Jack was a regular fish Lured in by my light And then Your sexy light My sexy, sexy light And then for actual Halloween, we were Chewbacca and a porg Yep and then, yeah, so, like, whatever you're thinking in terms of Halloween, we can help the planet. That'd yeah, be fun. We love costumes. Yeah, because I'm torn between, like, six right now. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought oh. I had decided, but then I was like, or I could be a llama. Or I could be this other thing. Or I could be this other thing. Yeah. Like, That's why I'm glad that
1: I have the option to wear costumes at school for school yeah, Halloween.
0: I thought about... <laughs> because of Untitled Goose Game on the Switch. Oh, yes. I thought about going as a goose and Jack going as the little boy oh. and just being like, where is your gut now? Honk, 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 honk. <laughs> that would be great.
1: So if you need help, email us at spoophour at gmail.com. Or if you've got good costume ideas and you just want to brag about it, we'll, also email us. We'll a, tell
0: other people in case they need them. And yeah, like,
1: spoopar at gmail.com. Or like
0: maybe you have a spooky story, the real reason why we got that gmail account in the first place. Go ahead and send that to spoophour at gmail.com. Or you com. took a photo with a Smithfield ham. Yeah, nobody <laughs> has sent me a photo with a Smithfield ham. Do you guys not have them? Is that why? Next time I go grocery shopping, I will remember
1: to go find a Smithfield ham. Yeah, And I will you. just take my own and selfie then with
0: Only it. Sasha gets a sticker, Stickers. because only Sasha followed the rules. And then, remember <laughs> that we do have merch, We really do cute-ass cryptid merch yes. designed by our yes. mysterious, mysterious third, third roommate. roommate. So, go ahead, if you search Chonky Cryptids, it comes up, or you can go to tpublic.com or if and look you just, for the Spoop Hour store. If
1: you just Google Spoop Hour, that's the third uh, result. That makes because sense. Because I couldn't remember if it was tpublic. Public, tea Fury
0: oh yeah one of the many one tea of the sites tea
1: sites and so and Jack wanted to know like because I sent him showed him the photo oh, of yeah, yeah. your Jack wearing the jackalope yeah and so he's like oh you guys have merch and I was like yeah yes.
0: <laughs> we have so much merch so go so, buy some yeah yeah cool beans I'm Thinking about getting a mug cup Ooh, I have too yeah. many mugs
1: but I love mugs. Well,
0: you were thinking about getting a tote bag, and you I was sure also thinking, have more tote bags than you have. And then I saw mugs. the tank,
1: there's a tank top version of Podcast and Not a Visual Media, yeah. which I also considered getting to. Again, everything, everything is everything. I love it. It's great.
0: I just like people having choices. I don't yes. care if you actually buy it, I'm just going to throw it up there and we'll see what happens. Woo-hoo. And T Public is really good about doing sales frequently. Mm. When I realize that our store is on sale, I will try to tweet about it. And then you can get, like, a good little discount on whatever you want.
1: And if there's something that, like, you know Tee Public can make, but we don't have it available, like baby onesies, yeah. let us know and we'll, we'll, we'll make, make it happen. happen.
0: Mostly I just don't have onesies because I'm like, I don't think people want to put what we say on babies, do they? But maybe they do. I like the little animals. Yeah, that's cryptids, true. That, that right? would be cute. I, yeah,
1: that's, that's a good thing I have, I have several baby friends, and yeah. I'm like, I want to put you in a jackalope. Let us know. Uh, yeah. Um, Hit us up. Yep. And Call us on our pumpkin. Stay spooky. You used to call me, on my pumpkin.
0: Ch- 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 I know when you need my spoon. Pumpkin oh, pie. Oh, shit. I have a game. Uh, Let's finish this. One. You're right. I'll finish this, and then I'll do the game, and then I'll just clop, clip it and put it at the beginning of the episode. You saying pie reminded me. Anyway. <sighs> Not this bag of pumpkin seeds. No. Nope, right that clearly did nothing. <laughs>
1: Are you in desperate need of advice, but maybe your problems are too strange, too scary, and too shameful
0: for the average advice show? We are the Carol Sisters, hosts of the paranormal and true crime advice show, Dear Murder Street, and we are here to help. Do you suspect that your very shy and polite neighbor may, in fact, be a serial killer? Is there a ghost in your bedroom watching you change? Were you catfished by someone who turned out to be a very sad, very lonely extraterrestrial? Call and leave a message at 845 845- Four one eight six six eight one, or write to us at dearmurderstreet at gmail Visit dearmurderstreet for more information, and find us wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to hear about pumpkins? Yeah, pumpkins. <laughs> Ooh, ducklings. Ooh, ducklings. <laughs> you had no idea I was going to talk about pumpkins, no. did you? No. All right.